A very special event is coming to Donlan on Clore later this week. On Friday, it'll be the venue for the Vicky Feeling Campaign and Portrait Tour. David Brennan, a childhood friend of Vicky's, will be joined on the night uh, by the Lahinch Healthcare campaigner John Wall and 221 Plus member Quiva O'Neill Ford. Uh, David is hosting the Campaign and Portrait Tour along with Relay for Life Clare and Clare Haven Services. And I'm uh, pleased to say I'm joined by David, John, and Quiva, and also uh, the Finnegale Councillor uh, for the NSMD, Mary Howard, in studio with, uh, with me. And you're all very welcome uh, to the programme. Uh, David, could you maybe tell us a little bit about yourself and Vicky's relationship and uh, what she was like as a person? Yeah, hi, Anne. Thanks for having us on uh, again. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I grew up uh, beside uh, Vicky's house. I hung around with her brothers. And so I know Vicky from my very early childhood. Um you know, I, I tell Vicky's story uh, through the, the portrait, but uh, I, I always start off with describing Vicky's past life, her childhood grow, growing up, what she was like. And for us that knew her, I suppose she, it was no surprise that she did uh, exactly what she did uh, following the cervical check scandal. Um, she was always very, she always had a very strong personality and uh, very outspoken uh, stood up for what she believes in, and uh, yeah, just a really, a really, really intelligent but lovely uh, young girl as well. You know, so it was no surprise to see uh, or do exactly what she did in the end, really. John, how did you uh, meet Vicky, and uh, was it? A, did you click straight away? Was it a, a relationship that just blossomed from from the first moment? Yeah, Alan. Good morning to you. Um, it was, uh, I guess, through our shared life experience and. Uh, passion for healthcare reform and uh, just using our own our own experience in the, the healthcare system to to uh, to see what we could to do with it, what we could at the time. And through that then we like that we just clicked and uh, we just became extraordinarily good friends. It was uh, it was a real real privilege um, to have known her and uh, an extraordinary privilege to be uh, to play a small part in, in in this event with, with Davy and everyone else involved as well. It's, um, Vicky was, as we all know, a truly a remarkable person. And uh, I guess the, uh, what she has taught me personally over the years has given me, um, oh, it's given me, it's given me many reasons to, to do the things that I'm doing. It's, it's inspired me to, to become a better person, to, uh, to look after myself more, to to ensure that others do as well. Um, she's uh, impacted so many of our lives, and personally, none more so than my own. She's just uh, one of those extraordinary people that uh, that comes into your life completely unexpectedly, and um, ever so much grateful and much the better person for it. And Quiva, you would have met Vicky through, I guess, the, her founding of the 221 Plus Cervical Check uh, patient group uh, for women who'd also received negative tests but were later diagnosed with cancer, uh, of which you're a member. Can you talk about meeting Vicky and how important the foundation of that group has been for, for both you and others? Sure. Um, I'm originally from Ennis myself um, and was living in Cork at the time when I was diagnosed with cervical cancer. Uh, in 2012, later on, then in 2018, when you know Vicky took those historical moments where she stood on the the high court steps, 
Um, I was notified a few days later, along with a, num- a couple of hundred other women, that we had been, we were also uh, victims of the same the same scandal. I met Vicky a number of weeks later in Athlone, um, and subsequently at, at other events. You know, um, Vicky Vicky started off a conversation that was much needed in the country around um, you know healthcare impacts and the importance of transparency and the voice of the patient. And it's been imperative. It's, you know, it's been huge for the rest of us women that were involved and indeed their families, their husbands, their mothers, their sisters, their daughters, um, that that conversation has remained. Um, I, I've just added my voice to, you know, in an attempt to prevent more women from having to sacrifice their lives in order for change to happen in this country. And that is, I suppose, what that is the the power that Vicky has given the women of this country that you can make change and that people are there willing to listen. And I think the the story that the portrait will tell on Friday night really goes into detail on that and where where that has come from from Vicky and how she was able to do so in what seems um, you know like a really selfless, which was a selfless a selfless act on her behalf. Uh, Mary, uh, tell us about how you came to know Vicky. I got to meet her the very first time was actually because I was thinking there, trying to think back when it was when I was listening to the, to, to Davy and uh, and Quiva and John. It was Avin uh, uh, Garrihy and uh, Sharon Conlon run a, a day called Bio, and it was a number of years ago out in the Armada, and it was actually Vicky was. Uh, Pembroke was working very well for her. She was very healthy and very well. And she was one of the keynote speakers that day. And I remember talking with her and being with her for in her company for quite a period of time and enjoying her company. I liked the straightness of her and the strength, but also there was a warmth. Um, and she had a great sense of humour. So we ended up clicking very, very much that day. Um, and I just really admired her. Like in my job, I get to meet very powerful people. I get to meet very wealthy people. But they don't really impress me. It's the likes of Vicky and Laura, uh, Laura Brennan. Those women, you know, they give so much of themselves in order to affect change and make other people's lives better. You know, that they are willing to, to put themselves out there on the line, um, you know, while they're trying to get better, try, while they're trying to be healthy. But they really are thinking of others. They're thinking of the bigger game. And I think that is really admirable. And um, on the day that I met her, that very first day, I just came away thinking, God, she's just an amazing lady. That just this energy. But she was very frank and straight, which I love in a person. I don't like plumossers or people that will do the surface stuff. You got to know her very quickly. If she if she clicked with you, you you got you know you were in almost. Um, but it was just that that the, the frankness and like she was brutally honest about the way her body was you know after her treatment and and during it and she was very honest about her her personal life. And do you think that honesty helped her? To, you know, sharing uh, what's going on with yourself uh, it might be hard, but uh, to get it off your chest almost can yeah. can help in some way. I think for the rest of us on the sidelines looking in, um, you know, you realise that she's real. This is real life she's talking about. And I think that allowed us all to have a stronger affinity with her, to have more empathy with her and her struggle and what what she was going through. Um, it It made her real, you know, that whereas you hear... Um, stories about people, but you only hear clips, and and it's it's it, they're only kind of doing, I suppose, the surface stuff. You're not getting to know the real yeah, person. Yeah. With Vicky, you did. 
Uh, and David, uh, Mary mentions, you know, her, her strength and her, her sense of humour and you said nothing about how the story unfolded for Vicky surprised you and how, how, she, how she did and what she did. But how much, how important was her, her strength and, I guess, sense of humour in dealing with the really, really tough moments she, she, she faced over those years? Yeah, Mary mentioned it as well. You know, the, the time that Vicky gave, um, and even, you know, we're, this is this will be our 21st event. And um, each and every time we do an event, we we all, we hear more stories about Vicky, even her mom and dad do, um, that they've never heard before. The time that she has given to more people uh, than we ever know. It's like as if there was 10 Vicky feelings out there. Uh, we'll never know how um, a mother of two children uh, fighting to stay alive and also fighting against the might of the state, um, I don't know, just had this strength. We'll never know uh, because we've never seen the likes of her before and we'll never see the like of her again. Um, it really did almost seem as if there was 10 Vicky feelings out there. Um, you know, th- there's one story, for example, she was up in um, Dublin having treatment herself and she ended up uh, in uh, the children's hospital uh, giving out Easter eggs. And she never told anybody that. It was a mother of a child that said it to Gaby, Vicky's mom, at one of the events recently. And these are the small things that Vicky did. You know, she was a very normal, regular man and sister and aunt and friend. But she was extraordinary at the same time. And that's what people love about her as well. As Mary said, you got to know Vicky very, very quickly. And she also had a good measure of people as well. Um, she didn't suffer fools and she she'd... Uh, She'd make her voice very, uh, very well heard as well, as we all know. And that was her skill. But she could do it in a very diplomatic way as well as that, you know. But, um, yeah, she she had this extraordinary strength. Um, but you could always see that as well from the time that she gave to other people to make our country safer for women, um, you know, to improve the healthcare services for women and to fight for other women against the injustices uh, that had happened to her. She, Her moral compass was uh, was always very strong, even as a young child. Uh, her principles as well were set very strong too. So this this was always, um, you know, the same Vicky that we, we remember as a, as a very young child as well. So uh, always had a strong personality uh, right up to the very end. Um, and even to this day, her personality comes out in, in the events as well. She's still doing her work. She's still saving lives. And we're just a conduit for telling Vicky's story, uh, bringing it to as many people as we can all around the country. David, you were telling us a bit, I suppose, about, you know, uh, Vicky's strength and sense of humour and so on. But let's focus more on the, the tour as well. Can you tell us a little bit about the, the portrait and how, how who painted it and how you came to um, be the owner of it? Yeah, so the, the Vicky herself unveiled uh, the portrait on the Late Late Show before she went to the States. Um, and uh, this was at the time when her Pembrolizumab uh, had sort of uh, began to, uh, I suppose, uh, it, it wasn't working for her anymore. So she was seeking another clinical trial. Uh, and um, when she unveiled the portrait, uh, she gave an insight into what it was about Um I was sitting at home watching it and uh, we knew immediately when we saw it and the, the insight that Vicky gave that this was something uh, more special than just a portrait. Um, you know, it is telling Vicky's story through uh, a triptych and it was painted by Vincent Devine, an artist from Tullamore 
and uh, it, the, 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 it was going to raise, it, it raised funds for uh, the frontline healthcare workers during the COVID um, uh, pandemic. And the, um, the portrait went on auction uh, the following week after Vicky had been on the Late Late Show. So I registered straight away and uh, the auction happened anyway, uh, six days later or something like that. And uh, um, myself and Vicky then had been corresponding back and forth uh, as to what, you know, we, we had this vision for the portrait itself that perhaps it could go to hospitals, universities, schools, um, cancer support centres all around the country. And uh, as we chatted back and forth, I said six days, it's actually six weeks, but um, as we chatted back and forth for about six weeks, we, we kind of developed this vision uh, for it. Uh, I, I really wasn't um, banking on, you know, getting it, but, um, you know, I, I was... Uh, yeah, uh, very, very surprised that we did it. It only lasted six minutes in the end, the, the whole auction. And uh, as soon as we had it, we were, you know, it just snowballed. Then from there on, we've done, as I said, 20 events all around the country to date. And um, it's uh, it's three pieces. It's uh, uh, three panels. It's three metres long. It's one and a half metres high. Uh, the first um, panel is of a black horse, this mystical black horse that Vicky herself encountered. So we talk about Vicky's past before cancer. We talk about her, um, the trauma that she had in her young life. Uh, she was in a, a, an incredibly uh, bad accident in France when she was uh, only 19 years of age. She lost her boyfriend and uh, a friend of hers as well. And uh, we speak then about uh, um, uh, postnatal depression, which Vicky was very open about. And um, then we move on to this black horse, this mystical black horse that Vicky encountered one day in Limerick. Uh, the centre panel then has a lot in it, Vicky herself being the central uh, po uh, imposing figure on it. She's uh, looking out into the audience and uh, there's a lot of symbolism then contained within the centre panel. Her, her, her family is represented there as well. The strength from her parents is there. Um, the, uh, all the scars from her past are there as well. There's a lot of messages there from Vicky, which we tell as well during the, the talk as well that she wants to put out there. You know, this is an aware, uh, a campaign for awareness and change. So the awareness and uh, the change um, campaign is in this portrait as well. And the last panel then, um, you, you, you'd immediately see the white horse and there's a still life then um, uh, under the belly of the white horse. And of course, the setting then uh, is Duckmore Beach in Dune Bay, Vicky's most uh, favourite place in the world where her ashes are scattered as well. So we we tell the story of Vicky's life uh, and we finish it in Vicky's own words then at the end as well. So it takes me roughly uh, between an hour, uh, an hour and 10 minutes or so to, to tell Vicky's story. Okay, and uh, an, an amazing story it is and uh, you'll also be joined by uh, John and by Quiva on the on the evening, and uh, John, I'm sure both yourself and Quiva will be talking very much about your own relationships with Vicky. But can you give us a sense of what else you're going to be discussing on the evening? I suppose with myself, it started off um, about our friendship, talking about the person, and the person that I knew, and I suppose the the person that's <laughs> such a, a huge portion of the country resonated with. Um, on Friday evening, I'll be uh, closing off the evening and normally what I just there, do there is just read the room and uh, I suppose um, 
just say a few words about the the evening, um, about my thoughts on it, um, and it's it's I suppose the way I talk, it's non-scripted, so it's whatever whatever comes out comes out. But it will be a it'll be appropriate for the evening. It um, I think it's a, a slightly different type of evening in that um, with there's a there's a community choir and there'll also be a few presentations from some of the local schools about the uh, HPV vaccine and cervical cancers. So um, it's uh, overall, I guess, to be talking about the the events, the informative nature of it, the empowering nature of it, uh, the unique nature of it. And um, I guess to close off that I hope that uh, everyone on the evening gets as much as I do every time, every time I attend. Um, so I get something practically different out of it every time. But it's a, it's a truly unique event that I would urge your listeners, uh, and free indeed, to go to. It's, it's very hard to describe. But uh, I've yet to meet one person uh, that didn't enjoy it. And as, as Davy said, this is the 21st event. And there's, there's been a lot of people throughout the country that have, that have uh, attended over the last, I guess, what, about a year and a half or so or more. Mm. And um, it's truly, truly empowering and very fitting, uh, you know, with the, the, the legacy in mind and all the work that she has done and continues to do through, uh, through conduits like, like Davy and others. Uh, John has the confidence to uh, not work with a, a script, Quivo. What about yourself? Will you have a few bullet points on a little sheet just to, to, to steady the nerves? I don't think so. I'm, I think I'm, I'm more of John's um, <laughs> John's measure there as well. I think we'll take it. Uh, you know, you, you can't go wrong when you're telling your own story. Isn't that what they say? So um, I suppose my story is pretty much the same. I'll be, I'll be briefly speaking about my story and the impact that Vicky had on it. Um, I suppose moreover, I think that the entire event is is also is a story of hope, you know, um, and how one person can can make a huge change in the world, and and for people to take away from that, even you know, especially in Clare, like people in Clare have a huge affinity with Vicky. I think obviously she adopted she adopted us as her home, and we've had you know Laura Brennan as well, who's also made a huge a huge impact on on the take up of the vaccine. So, um, I think people from Clare are you know, have Vicky already in their hearts and the story of hope that comes through the portrait is, is a very strong one. Um, and I think, you know, the the portrait will show that and the, the night itself will show that. Um, but no, I won't have any sheets of paper in front of me. I'm, uh, I was uh, blessed with uh, uh, a will to, to speak as I, as I choose at, in the moment. I'm very impressed by both of you, I have to say. Um, Mary, well, it's, it sounds, I haven't had the, uh, the, the fortune to see the, the campaign or tour yet, but it sounds beautiful and uh, an incredible story told in a great way and um, making sure that, you know, people will continue to hear about it. What, 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 what do you think people will take away? What, what would you want people to take away from, from visiting it? Well, I saw it in Gort in September. And that night, I just said to myself, it, it was really an amazing evening. I had seen the, the painting I'd written about, or had seen, read up in it. I'd seen the late, late, uh, the night that Vicky had uh, spoken about it. But there was such a huge amount of imagery um, and symbolism in the paintings that I had completely gone over my head. Um, I was in a room with over 200 people. You could hear a pin drop. It was, it really was quite a, a different and extraordinary event. Um, and I think anybody who goes there will not re- will not regret it because you learn so much 
it's and it's Vicky's life's work we're continuing with because she was a huge um, advocate for people to be aware of their bodies to go with your gut instinct if you feel something isn't right you know and, and it, it was you know that was the way that she was that you went with your gut and it's it's interesting that this week actually is Cervical Cancer Prevention Week and that's the week that we're having it here in Ennis so um, it's it's a couple of hours now as, as the, the lads have said they're we have the Colosh Tomorrow, they're doing a five minute presentation on the HPV vaccine and the cancers that it can prevent. And we've also got in his community college, uh, the, the I think it's actually the Leaving Cert group are going to come in and do a little presentation as well for a few minutes. And we have the St. Michael Villas Community Choir coming in. They were set up last year. Um, and I, a big thing too with Vicky's talking to her at that time uh, was... It being grounded and very much part of community and actually this choir is all about that it's all about communities that's why I asked them to be part of it so there'll be you know it, it's not doom and gloom it's not sounds it, uplifting it's actually very uplifting yeah. it really and truly is it's not we're not you know it, it's quite different and it's very hard to describe it to somebody to try and get them if they're not familiar with the whole story although I find it extraordinary that Irish people wouldn't be but the, it, it takes paint on what it's about just the, the symbolism. I'd, re- I'd, I'd read the book twice and I actually read the book that that thing about the horse was her imagination. On the night, I was sitting there going, oh my God, how did I manage to miss that? That that was real and this horse <laughs> twice chased her. Uh, you know, that, but I just thought it was symbolism, you know, the way we all talk course, uh, in euphemisms when we're talking about her emotions and stuff. But uh, yeah, Listen, I just said I have to bring this to people, to Ennis, of course, where where I'm from. I just felt it was too important, and it's it's very very different. It's for men and women. A lot of people said to me, "Oh, that's just a women's night." You know what? If somebody in your family gets cervical cancer, you know it's the man that's left holding yeah. the baby. Essentially, you, you, so you're affected regardless yeah. of gender. And men get 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 cancers from the HPV virus as well. So it's important that we're all aware. And I think the only way you can become aware is the knowledge. And this thing, this this event on Friday night will be a way of improving your knowledge, but in a nice way. It, it definitely sounds like an event not mm. to be missed and I think the four of you have done an amazing job in, in, in getting that across. That is the Vicky Feeling campaign and portrait tour that is coming to Donlan O'Clark Lodge to wear on the College Road in Ennis. Uh, this coming Friday, doors open at 6.30 and the talk starts at 7 and as you've heard there's plenty more that's going to be happening on the night. My uh, thanks and gratitude to David Brennan, to John Wall, to Quiva O'Neill Ford and to Mary Howard. Thanks to all of you uh, for joining me uh, to speak about a special event about a very special person.